How are you everybody? Welcome back to a Royal Mess, episode four. Thank you very much for joining us on the Sean Atwood channel. I am here, Ron Swanson, as always, with my panel hall members, Paula M and P. Dinah. And we're very, very happy to be joined by Royal Daily Tea, Michelle, uh, who's going to be a rotating panel member for us and bringing her insights onto the madness that is the royal drama. So let's just jump in. Paula, how are you doing this week? What's been happening and how are you? I'm imagining we're going to be hit with some more traumatic rain stories. So let's yeah. go. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm not going to talk about it. The last time I was trashed up for it. But yeah, it's oh. been raining. We already have the first casualty here. It oh, is kind of is. But yeah, everything is great. You know, uh, you know, going along my farm, my school. No, that's awesome. Awesome. Well, that's great. And uh, what about you, P. Dinah? How's your week been? How's your week hey. been? Hey, just doing what I do. Still running my charity, doing um, work outside of YouTube and um, loving it and hanging out with my students and trying to prepare for something else to do. I'm looking forward to coming back to England. Oh, when you know. Back. When's, when's that happening? Uh, when Harry and Megan get divorced. <laughs> We've already agreed to it. Like at my, at my event that I had, I okay. said to everyone, I will come back and do another event. So we'll have like an event when they divorce. Yeah, well, listen, I think there's some speculative news that that might be happening sooner yeah. than we all think. So uh, exciting times, exciting times. And, and Michelle, a new face, a new face to a royal mess. Tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your channel and what got you started down the royal commentary road. Um, my name is Michelle. I run uh, two YouTube channels, Royal Daily Tea and Royal Daily Tea History and Fashion. I oh, became nice. a royal fanatic when I watched Princess Diana get married as a young girl in Texas. I couldn't believe there was a real life fairy princess and she literally looked like Cinderella coming out of the carriage. I was just, I was godsmacked and I became obsessed. And I used to make my mom buy the tabloids. If they had Princess Diana on it, my mom had to buy it. Yeah. So much so, of course, Diana was on every single tabloid every week. My mom would try to leave the house without me because she knew if I went to the store, she'd have to buy all the magazines. You know, the National Enquirer people, yeah. I was just obsessed. Um, I've just been a royal watcher for a very long time. And, and then, of course, with the new Harry and Meghan saga, uh, I kind of fell into royal commentary by accident Yeah. Uh, back in 2020, right after the Oprah Winfrey interview, went on TikTok, went viral, and then it just kind of went from there. Yeah. yeah. So, well, listen, I, Lord, God help anyone that comes on this panel who isn't a Diana fan at this stage, because <laughs> this is 100% a Diana fan club echo chamber. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I grew up watching Diana listening to how my mum used to speak about Diana, you know, and I think what's fascinating for me is Harry and William are the only royals I feel like I've got a connection to because they were Diana's kids. So I think, I, I genuinely don't think this TV, this, this podcast would even exist with me on it if Diana was a single mother, I'll be honest, because that's what's drawn me in because that's my only royal connection and throwback. I remember when she died, it was mm. watching the nation. It was the first real, you know, na national mourning that I'd witnessed, if you know what I mean. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, you're in a safe place. It's a safe, safe space for Diana fans. So there we go. Well, ladies, I'm going to just hand it over. Uh, I think we'll let um, the wonderful Michelle, being that she's a new face, let her kickstart our show with uh, some topical topical choices on uh, Meghan and Harry and the Royals. So if you're comfortable with that, Michelle, you want to take us off with uh, what's been happening in the news this week? 
Right. Well, on my video that I released this morning, uh, a lot of people are talking about the Angela Levin interview with Prince Harry that he did way back in 2017. I'm sure you guys have heard it, where he's talking about how nobody wants to be king. And it was very interesting to kind of read over that interview because he literally talks about how Prince William was the one who told him to get counseling. Meghan had nothing to do with his mental health help. How nobody in the royal family wants to be a celebrity. They're all about charity. And yet here we are six years later and he's all about Megan, right? Um, she's the greatest thing since sliced bread. She's his savior. And he's a celebrity, C-list celebrity living in Hollywood. So what do you guys think about that? I just think it's so interesting how he's a completely different prince than who he was in 2017. I, I agree. Yeah. I think <clears throat> with my limited knowledge that I have, just seeing the way that he conducts himself anyway is shocking enough. And But I think a lot of it for me is the fact that who would step away from being a prince in the first place mindset for me uh, and seeing where he is now. But, you know, what what do you ladies think? Uh, I know how, how do you feel about that? I think it's a recipe for disaster. I really do. I think Harry is in this position now where he has given so much to his wife at the beginning because, you know, you're in love. It's all fresh. It's new. But when the normality of it all sets in and he sees how this is something really subconsciously that he despises, he's spoken out against it. He's never wanted to live this kind of life. And I think it's going to turn him into this raging man that is like a, a caged animal trying to get out and he is going to be seeing himself in a position that will not do well for him at all, especially considering he's had mental health issues. He's in a position now where he has to really focus on making money, something he's not used to doing. He's yeah. always been uh, taken care of. He's always had 24 hour Royal protection. He's fighting for that. He's losing lawsuits. He's got the, the stresses of his, the, having little kids in the household, a wife that's so narcissistic that has completely made him change everything about what he values and what feels good to him. It's no longer what he wants. It's what his wife wants. And at what point do you crack when that you can no longer sustain? It's, it's really a recipe for a huge disaster coming for Harry. What so. do you think the impact on Harry will be if it's Meghan that pulls the rug out and Meghan that like, spearheads the separation and the divorce? Do you think that will impact on, on him? Because do you think yeah. he'll, he'll backtrack to, well, I gave everything up for you, yeah. you know, all of this? Do you think that's what... He doesn't give back. Yeah, she does. When, how is she going to sacrifice to accommodate? Uh, you know, I see that you're on the losing end of everything. Let me make up for that. This is a man that, I mean, just especially considering the struggles that he's had and how he uses drugs to overcome his problems, that it's going to be intensified drug use, which we know doesn't get anybody anywhere in a good spot. We've seen from major celebrities how their drug use has ended them in, in you know, they've become what what's happened to them. They, you know. The end of life essentially has come yeah. from it. I mean, I think about stars like Michael Jackson, uh, Whitney Houston, you know, others that have mental health like Kurt Cobain. Um, there's just a lot of celebrities. This is like a celebrity problem in terms of how we how we can see it on a world stage. We we can see vicariously through how they live their lives and how they are so susceptible to 
intensify drug use when they have yes people around them all the time when there's no boundary there's no end and harry i think is in a position where he has that he has the yes people he can get whatever he wants when he wants it no one's telling him no he doesn't have the comfort and the control of the firm the men in black suits controlling what's happening because we know when harry had issues when he was on his anger fits he had people come in they did an intervention this is when he went off to africa they got they got him in control he he went into the military his life was on you know he was doing much better he became so beloved by the people and now that he no longer has that protection that safety net helping him guard him from these yes people he's now in a position where he can do whatever he wants when he wants and he's going to do that to feel good to overcome these setbacks that that are going to really compound him mentally and then there's just going to be this obsessive drug use and that's that's disaster coming we've seen it a hundred times with other celebrities i mean look at what happened with um uh winehouse although she was doing much better she got help but then she lapsed right so how how does harry get out of this predicament when he he's only accountable really to what his wife wants and and how she is as a person like she's not looking out for his welfare and how to help him with what he's facing right you have to say one thing you uh, michelle you said that he he left and you run or you said ron that he how does he want to leave being a prince I don't think he ever thought he had to. If you, if we, if we, I don't know if it was Anderson Cooper who asked him, if you don't like the titles, why don't you give him up? I think it was it Anderson Cooper. And he said, what, what for? Mm-hmm. You know, because what good will that do? Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But do? I don't really think he ever thought of giving up the titles because in his head, he considers that as birthright. And I've heard a lot of people saying that it, that is not his birthright. That's a letters patent that was issued and, and a letters patent can take it away. Um, but he sees it as his birthright. So in his head, he, I really don't believe that he ever saw himself walking away or that the privileges would be taken away from him. So he saw himself having his cake and eating it too, which is now he's lashing out and now he's suing everybody because Mm. I don't even believe he's suing them because he fears for his life. I really believe it's for status because he wants to be the same as William. And whenever he goes to these events, he wants to have a bunch of cars, you know, following him around because it's a status thing. So for me, I don't think he... He thought he was ever going to give anything up. He hasn't really. Yeah. He's still in the royal website. Mm-hmm. Well, he and are still in the royal website. He wanted to do a version of a normal guy, right? His version of a normal guy, which is take all the money and the titles and the privilege. I just don't want to do the work, which is essentially what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, again, it's so he's like the prince of hypocrisy. You know, he talks about how he wants to be a normal person, a normal Joe, just Harry. And then he wants his children to be free, but then he doesn't remove the titles and then gives his kids the prince and princess title in Montecito. So mm-hmm. it's interesting because he has a different version of what an average Joe is. He's yeah, more- but the thing is that, what, an that person is. what you said is like uh, that there's in the news that, you know, that he's uh, 
all, all that what you discussed, you know. But the thing is that I I actually did a video about how the headlines have changed because do you remember when he did in the Netflix uh, mockumentary he said that he's the first one in his family to marry for love, basically okay. implying or saying that everybody mm -hmm. else. Yeah. Married for convenience, right? Or whatever. Implying that everybody else, they were the only royal couple who has ever married madly for love. Now, there was this, uh, I did this video yesterday. And the Telegram, which is their go-to, I think Harry spoke positively, positively about the Telegraph, right? And I don't know if who's writing that, but they said that expedience that harry and megan's marriage is not about that crazy thing called love it's about expedience and that expedience has kept marriages longer together than than love and i'm like and how at the end of the day for all women getting married is a transaction and i'm like yeah. what happened to love what happened to being no. the only ones in love so you can well, see how the narratives are changing yeah, I just I just want to dial back to the previous point a second there, right? The the whole concept of Harry leaving the royal family and not thinking it was going to cost him anything, he wasn't going to lose anything. My my history is obviously analyzing people's uh, what how what they do, their routines, and figuring out who they are. When we go back to to the teenage Harry, and he was doing things and uh, getting out of hand and being a troublesome teen that would usually you know, get regular teens in trouble with the police or perhaps uh, with their families. Him getting away with everything from a young age has instilled that mindset in him as an adult where he feels like, well, I should be allowed to publicly walk away, but, you know, keep my title and keep all the privileges that come with this because I'm Harry. I get away with everything. Mm. And when we talk, when I was talking, because I have a theory, Michelle, that isn't popular, I might add, okay. that mm -hmm. the Prince Harry oh, yes. is, I know the, is the Dexter-level psychopath, <laughs> the one who has masterminded everything from being a young boy. From the day his mum died, he has been masterminding all of this. Not a popular theory, but that's, you know, I'm here to mix things up, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but analyzing how he was as a, as a teen, it definitely is going to have impacted this mind. Now, when we add on a narcissist, if Harry genuinely doesn't realize that she's a narcissist and Harry is the victim, right, and not the Dexter, in, as, as in my case, yeah, what is going to happen to his mind, right, when Harry, who gets away with everything, loses his title, loses his privilege, yeah. loses everything, Harry, who gets away with everything, has been duped by a narcissist who has now taken his kids, gotten booted out of the country and fucked off to Dubai with some billionaire to set up new happy shop. Because we know that's what's going to be the next move. It's got billionaires the only place to go after Prince, right? Like, it, it is, let's be honest. Um, and Michelle, my theory about why Meghan pushed to leave the royal family was, I said last week, I genuinely think she turned up day one in the palace, day one of being a royal Meghan, turned up with her phone, started taking selfies and getting sponsorships ready for doing sponsorship ads. And then she was told, oh, no, you can't do that. And then she was like, Harry, we're fucking leaving, mate. Let's go. Right. But because I think her driving force has always been financial madness and fame. And billionaire is the only place to go. So billionaires, beware, okay? If any of you are narcissists who just like having your life dragged through the mud, Megan is available <laughs> soon, I'm sure. So how do you guys feel about that? The mindset of the young Harry right. influencing the, the modern Harry. Let's just, let's just pretend for a second that he is the victim, of course. Which okay, well, my theory is Harry, in one of my videos, you know, we talked about the Gwyneth Paltrow 
a trial when she was like, I missed a whole half day of skiing, how she was just so upset about her half day. I call it the 1% <laughs> privilege. Oh, privilege Mary and Megan right now you know they've had lady luck on their side they win every single lawsuit they've ever filed so they're overconfident they got that one percent privilege but I believe the dominoes are starting to fall and they had that reputational damage with the New York City car chase was on a worldwide stage where more people who don't ever follow the royals are asking me what what was that thing in New York City that happened and I'm like oh my god let me tell you so I think Harry and Meghan the dominoes are starting to fall he's already lost one of his lawsuits and in my theory is that once the first domino falls it's like it's easier for the second third and fourth so people are over Harry and Meghan and their privilege and their attitude and they see after three years it's just been very negative they haven't really done anything for their brand besides cry me a river you know monetize their family play the victim and people are over it so now that he's lost the fir- first lawsuit we already know the mirror lawsuit he's testifying this week looks very weak he's probably going to lose it he's probably going to lose the home office so now harry and megan who built a marriage on sand not a real foundation. They didn't really know each other. He knew the fake version of Megan. She sold him. She sold him a book of goods. Yes, Harry, I want to be a dutiful wife and royal. Sure, I'm very happy to stay here. We all know that was fake. He mm-hmm. wanted a Catherine. He wanted what William had. He was always jealous of what William and Catherine had. He wanted someone to come in and be the Fab Four, to be part of the family. Um, he could have left by himself, in my opinion, a long time ago. But when Megan came, she sold him, you know, a, a story, a fairy tale. And then he found out really quickly that she convinced him, you're the spare. You can be the number one in Hollywood. So let's move over there. Right. But what's happening now is he's realizing the grass isn't greener. People are turning on him. Their foundation of a marriage was fake. He's realizing he married someone he doesn't know. She's a completely different person in my opinion, and that 1% privilege and people's opinion of them is falling. And now the dominoes are starting to fall, which could cost them up to $20 million. So literally the advance he got from spare is just going out the toilet yeah. with legal fees. Now they didn't get all the money that people think they got from Netflix and Spotify. So yeah. I think they're, they're going through money faster than they're earning it. And WME is going to have a really hard time trying to sell Megan to A-list Hollywood because they're having reputational damage. If you notice, no A-listers have come out and supported Harry and Megan. Mm-hmm. The no only one has Bill King because the girlfriend's thirsty. Yeah, no one has. It's so, it's wild. Yeah. And you no, know, the entitlement, the entitlement that you said that how people have helped Harry, young Harry. The yeah. problem that the entire world has is that they're stuck on that. 11 year old 13 year old boy walking behind princess diana's coffin and basically have let him get away with everything that entitlement is going to walk him to being deported in the from the united states because that same entitlement that he gets away with whatever he's saying is what led him to go around writing in the book spare that he did past drugs currently and still you know Because he wrote in the book how he, what kind of drugs he did in the past, but then he's talking about jo- rolling a joint at Tyler Perry's house. We know while in the United States, and we, let's not forget that that's a federal crime, and because yeah. it's in a visa, that's that this he, he's liable by federal law. So that entitlement, it's making him think that he can say anything anywhere in the world, and nothing yes. will happen to him. Look right now, the the um, the U.S. government is refusing to give. 
the, the visa uh, application. So basically, he's still being helped by the government in the United States. And right now, there's a little bit of diplomatic uh, problem issues because at the end of the day, Harry's still the son of a head of state which is the United Kingdom, you know, England. And, and, and there's a little bit of a diplomatic issues about it because they don't know how to handle this. They really don't. He, he's not a diplomat. He doesn't have any immunity. But at the same time, he's the son of a head of state, just like Hunter Biden. It's, it's the classic, mm -hmm. do you know who my dad is situation. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It really, really is. And until his dad publicly says, go to town on him, boys, no one's going to, he's not going to be moving illegally being pressed at the same speed as a normal person would be let's let's face it you know um so what else what else do we do we think that uh, could possibly stem from harry if megan was to just up and leave and he was deported personally i think if harry's worried about money and he gets deported six months on only fans harry and you'll be a multi 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 million <laughs> all down and just live happily you'll have a you'll have a big pile of money and just do it that way because mate what other option have you got really i gotta i gotta point to us the ladies here because in that very same article from the telegraph yeah. And I, I firmly believe Megan had a hand on it because they even compare their marriage to the Windsors, right? How the Windsors lasted, but how they individually were not as popular as when they were together. Because, for example, Meghan Markle's streetwise ways uh, uh, make Harry look sexy. So basically, the article was that if Harry divorces or if they get divorced, Harry is going to be on the losing end because it's thanks to Meghan that he's popular. My take on it is that Harry was one of the most popular royal members yeah. of the royal yeah. family. I mean, he he had headlights on his own. He was actually more popular than William. So I was really interested about that part of the article because it, it states. Can you talk about that article though? I don't think everyone knows about the article you're speaking. Yeah, I, 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 that's the article and at the Telegraph. It's it's called. Um, it's it's about um, Meghan Markle and Harry ex, uh, marriage of expedience. You know, what's written in the Telegraph, and they okay. go and describe how expedience. Now it's not love. How expedience it pulls a marriage longer. Uh, why Harry and Meghan Markle are better together, even if they're miserable. You know how they are mm -hmm. one pony trick, one trick pony. Sorry, and um, it's uh, and then at the very end they start talking about how the Duchess and how the Duke of Windsor and the Duchess of Windsor, when they were apart, when they did events on their own, they were not as attractive yeah. to the public. So it was always better when they both showed up. And this is why Harry and Meghan are better off staying together. Okay. Because, and because Meghan, oh, this is the part that kills me, because Harry makes Meghan look classy. <laughs> and Meghan makes him look sexy. So, the yeah, the article is the Sussexes will not divorce. Their marriage is their power, essentially. Yes, exactly. That's the one. Yes. I agree with that because in my opinion, Megan is nothing without her titles and marriage to Harry. So she needs Harry for at least a couple more years because she hasn't really established herself as a brand. You know, that event she did for Glow, Gloria Steinem, was not sold out. It was like $1,300 a ticket and people weren't happy with that event with Megan. So it was not a success. I don't think she draws butts and seats. She's not the Megan name without the royal family that she thinks she okay. is. Harry, in my opinion, can check it back to the UK. He's still a royal. 
And I believe uh, Daddy Charles is keeping the door ajar. So he's got a, an out. But Megan, if she doesn't make this her brand work, she's got to land herself her billionaire. Or I don't know what's going to happen to her because I don't think her career is really taking off in Hollywood, even with WME. Okay. Okay. So can, can I just go back? Okay. I, I, I agree 100% with you about that, Michelle. But going back to what you were saying about this article, that's exactly what I'm saying is can Harry sustain being in this lifestyle with this woman for the sake of their lives being successful? I don't think so. That's that's the whole problem. He's yeah. going to he's going to spiral out of control. He's not going to be able to sustain that narcissistic fake uh, all about me type of uh, bond with this woman for the sake of them being a, a power couple. And this is now the lifestyle that he has to live. No way. I think that his brand is suffering. He, I don't think he's realized that his brand has taken a huge hit by hooking him, hooking it up to Meghan Markle's D-list brand because yeah. he was a royal brand. She is a D-list celebrity brand, and she and her skank power is very, very strong because she's managed to get his A-list royal status to D-list them skankhood. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> and he doesn't understand that. Harry doesn't understand yeah. that he's better off without Meghan. And the minute he divorces Meghan, he's gonna you start it because I, everybody's I, gonna I, go, "Oh, Meghan was brainwashing him," and even my son. I did a live with my son. And my son, I, I wanted to smack him back. My son is like, mom, you know, if Harry divorces Megan, I think he should be welcome just for divorcing her. You know? <laughs> well, I, I understand what you're, you're, you're saying, Paula, but do you remember when we spoke about the tactics Megan used to get Harry? How she, you know, knew what perfume his mum used to wear, the lotions his mum used to wear. Mm. I think her grasp on him and her getting Harry is so much darker than just a young girl attracted to a prince. We're talking about how hunters use scent to lure in an animal that they want to trap. And that's what mm. she's done. So I honestly think behind closed doors, there is a lot of calculated routine that Megan does to keep him hypnotized, to keep him uh, medicating, shall we say, uh, and to keep her, her claws in. Because if he already has comfort in self-medication from a young age, and we look at, say, alcoholism, and we talk about people that are enablers, okay? If she is enabling this and creating that comfort bubble for his medication, it's going to be a lot harder for him to, to do anything. His brand, of course, is I, I believe the last thing on Harry's brain is is the is the grandeur of his brand. I think he's floundering and in he's a, a trapped animal, school. like what you're yeah. saying. Well, again, if we're believing that Harry is a victim theory, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, which I do. I yeah, do. I, and listen, I'm happy to, to play along. But <laughs> if that is if that is the case, it's you've said it countless times, Patricia uh, P. Dinah, sorry. Mm -hmm. it's going to end in tragedy, you know? Mm -hmm. And it, it, I, I really think it is. And I think it's inevitably going to come, the, the king's inevitably going to turn off the tap and he's going to be forced to do something 
historical that's never happened in modern royals and all the rest of it. Um, Harry could be on an Iceland or you know Walmart TV advert within the next couple of years, just trying to make ends meet, whilst <laughs> Mum and his kids are away living at live and large in Dubai with her claws in the next victim. You know, and I hate to tell you, Megan, after billionaire, all you've got is overlord, alien, invader, high commander to, to that's above that. There's nowhere else to go. So unless yeah. she goes down the, the classic road of finding a 95 year old billionaire who's about to cop it. I don't think I think the modern era of billionaire is too savvy now. I think the Internet thirst queen era has made a lot of these men a lot more, and women, savvier than they were uh, prior to the internet. And I think she's in for a, a shock value if she decides to venture forth into the realm of the billionaire husband. Well, I also believe Harry, I'm sorry, I also believe that the gig is up. I think Harry is starting to realize who he's married to. I think they're definitely more a marriage of convenience. I think he kind of feels like it's cheaper to keep her. He's kind of stuck with her because of the kids. And I don't think he ever changed his drug use when they got married. I think he's always little Harry acting like he's 20 years old, playing his little Game Boy, you know, smoking a doobie in the 16 bathrooms, whatever. But um, mm -hmm. the hotel, I don't think she cares. I, I think Paula was right. They're like the Windsors. It's a marriage of convenience. It kind of reminds me of uh, Princess Charlene and Prince Albert of Monaco talk about an unhappy marriage of convenience. She's just staying to those kids are 18, in my opinion. But um, mm -hmm. Megan is trying to sell the greatest love story of all time. So Megan wants to keep the story alive. She wants to keep the lie, to keep the Sussex squad believing that, you know, the BS that she's putting out. So she needs to keep this marriage alive for a couple of years. It's all appearances, in my opinion. But I believe Harry is miserable. He misses his family. And he's realizing how empty his life is with Megan and Doria. And I think, like I said, she sold him a lie. He thought his life was going to be much better, and it's not what he thought it was going to be. And that's why he, like Paula said, there was a, um, was it a blind item that he's still in his hotel room? I mean, that's not a good sign for five years. Mm -hmm. Silent mm -hmm. anniversary of the greatest love story I ever saw in my life. I mean, all they have is Harry, Doria, and Megan, and the and the kids. That's it. Like, 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 really, no extended family. Thanks for watching our podcast is with my sponsor. It's AG1 by Athletic Greens. So Jen, as a pregnant woman taking AG1 in the morning, how's that helped you? Well, with the low energy I've been having due to being pregnant, AG1 has helped give me that morning boost that I've really craved. Bear in mind, if you are pregnant, consult a doctor before taking AG1. Jen and I get AG1 delivered every month, which makes it super easy to have as a daily habit. With the single serving travel packs, I never have to miss a day. Just mixing the powder into the water, drinking it first thing every morning before breakfast. That simple. If you're looking for an easy way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com forward slash Sean, S-H-A-U-N. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash Sean. Check it out. That's the word from our sponsor. Thanks for watching. Link in the description box below this video for AG1. That's a horrible... What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen to Megan? Let's say if Harry wakes up and he decides this is not for me. You lied to me. He also, you know, we always talk about Megan having a lot of material on Harry. But let's not forget that the road goes two ways. 
Okay, because yeah. now there's the whispers of Harry wanting to meet Thomas Markle Sr., right? What do you think Meghan will do if Harry blindsides her with a divorce request? All I'm saying is there's nothing that he could have on Meghan, right, that would top the headline of a video of Meghan filming him doing big fat lines and in a state. She could literally abduct a bunch of kids and take them to another country and sell them to the mafia publicly. No one would care. It would be Harry and the big fat lines over everything. So what, I, I, what do you think, Pat? What do you think? What do you think she'd react? Because you, you might think so wrong, but I think he can, because we all want to hate Megan. The whole world wants to hate Megan and blame her for it. Yeah. So I think that the, the public will be happy to jump in the fact that Meghan Markle trashed or brainwashed Harry. What do you think, Pat? Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not sure I understand it, the, the question or the scenario. Well, if Harry decides to divorce Meghan... Oh, if he just if he blindsides her and said, "You know what? I've woken up to your ways, woman. Mm -hmm. You know I can no longer take this. I mean, I know who you are now. What do you think Meghan Markle's reaction is going to be, and what do you think the public reaction is going to be? Both of you. What, will Meghan's reaction be if uh, Harry outs her? Essentially, yeah. He says, it's "I'm horrible. I'm it's a horrible separation, and they go full toxicity, unleashing the secrets upon each other." How do you yep. think? What do you think she'll? How do you think she'll react? Basically? I think Megan will. She will fight so hard. She's very tenacious, and I think she will. She will eventually win that battle over Harry because <clears throat> of everything that he's already done to incriminate himself. He's wow. not going to get the love of the people for having the children. His I drug think, use. I right? think we're all forgetting one thing, <laughs> ladies, and that is the public perception and the importance that the monarchy has on keeping face, okay? If Meghan, if the royal family got wind of Meghan about to destroy or ruin that family's name, she would have a very terrible food poisoning incident or she might go under a tunnel. Okay, that, okay. But that's different. Now that I, I know, agree with. Oh, I know. That's but I, what I'm saying is, if if they, if I genuinely think, if Harry was to do as Paula says, and everyone's like, shit, Harry goes home and goes, oh, listen, she's got all this video footage, man. She yeah, was putting yeah. things inside me while I was doing stuff. It was crazy. She's got it all on film. She'll just vanish. Well, She'll just vanish. Well, I have, a, I have, a, I have a theory. So, in my, okay. Opinion, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, go ahead. Okay. In my opinion, let's not forget. Megan has a lot to say. She didn't sign an NDA. She's going to write a book. So I think Big Daddy Charles is going to come in with a checkbook and they're yes. going to how much, sign yes. this document, go away. That, and, if, and if she doesn't take the check, then yeah. she'll get the food poisoning. And that, what do you think, Pat? What do you think, Pat? What do you think? Well, that was a story because that actually already came out that he was offering her a lot of money to leave the marriage. Yeah. And and it was people were like, Oh, that's ridiculous. That would never happen. I find it very interesting that Michelle, yeah. you're saying that now, and, and people are thinking that that could really happen. Because when Princess Diana got divorced from uh Prince Charles, she had to sign an NDA and she got 25 million. The royal family's not going to give Meghan any money unless they can sh shut her trap. And because that's the thing. She knows 
her money making potential is in what she can say. So it's going to be a very high dollar amount, which yeah. I don't think they will give her. I think she's so so big headed that she will actually think she can win this battle. Oh, it's a very dangerous, very dangerous battle for her. But it's, oh. let me tell you, what about the fact? Okay, let's say Megan comes. We all know the world now blames Megan for everything. People, as much as you're saying that, there's so many headlines. Megan brainwashed Harry. Megan, Harry's her victim. Harry wasn't like this until he met Megan. We have all those headlines. Let's not forget that, okay? So, and also we have the headlines that Megan is a pathological liar. So whatever she has to say has very little value because all the bombs that they said on Oprah and subsequently have been lies. So who's going to pay her big bucks to spew more lies? Nobody, nobody wants to watch but her there. The point was she has evidence, not not a, and a story to tell. So I agree with you. If it was her coming out and shit talking, no one's going to believe her. Mm -hmm. But an anonymous, an anonymous email sent to CNN with Harry out his nut covered in freaking Tony Montana's, you know, contents of his sugar bowl. No one's going to care. No one is going to care. Meghan Markle, there's nothing. There's nothing that would top that in the news. Nothing. Let's not forget that MI6 has a lot of info on Meghan Markle that they <laughs> hid yeah. from her yachting days that they haven't released. They have the bullying report they haven't released. And I can tell you that a lot of people are going to come out of the woodwork and will talk about now, this. Is one thing we have not accounted for, though. Okay. The black community rallying behind her. Yeah. Or, or the fact that half the internet will just run to her defense because they're woke and it's a huge conglomerate attacking a woman who's trying to separate from her husband. It right. would be a shitstorm on the internet. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, personally, I would just I would just love to watch Twitter's servers melt the yeah. day that this kicks off. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You know, because so I don't believe the hearsay factor of Megan anyone will ever believe. But if she's been smart and she's had nanny cams and hidden cams and they've had arguments, do you know what I mean? And she set up the cameras in a way where he's screaming in one room and she walks out the room, maybe like holding her face or whatever. She's mm -hmm. a devious motherfucker. We're talking mm -hmm. about women. But even then, people already know she is. Pat, for example, you mm -hmm. said something like, um, what, "What was it that you said that you were talking that that she's she's always recording or like you said yeah. she went into the royal family filming things." We yeah. know that you as an actress, you can twist things around. Right mm -hmm. now, Harry and Meghan are refusing to hand over the the footage to the New York Police Department of the supposed car chase because. They know that they can't manipulate it. So people already know that Megan manipulates stuff. You can manipulate how things are. You know, mm -hmm. you can oh, Megan pretend to be crying. You know, Megan is always on the floor. But yeah. you, you talk, Pat, that, you know, Harry left everything for her. He has mm -hmm. that on in his on, in his favor, that he left everything that he knew and, and went and followed her. What do you think, Pat? I mean, I think, yeah, he left everything and followed her. And I think this is why this is, this could be a big like divide within yeah. the nation with the, the American black people against those those Brits over across the water there who are trying to, you know, destroy our strong black woman. And that could be very nasty. And I think Harry is in a position where he could he could do a lot of damage, but I don't think that he is mentally strong unless 
Right. Um, his family got behind him to say, you know, to rally behind him to do that on yeah. his behalf, essentially, because he's too weak, I think. He's not strong. I think you're right, Patricia. Um, I think the Sussex camp would definitely be Team Megan. She would get all, they would all just jump to Megan. They're not really supporting Harry, it's, it's Megan. Mm -hmm. uh, Harry would get more of the royal supporters, if that. But I do agree that this would just be very nasty. It's going to be nasty. Ah. I and mean, we all know it's coming. But right now, I think Megan is still trying to sell the greatest love story of all time. And she's yeah. trying to get a deal. She hasn't got me. They haven't signed any big deals since 2020. Since Netflix oh. modified the book, they have not really done any real deals. And now they're trying to sell that movie to Netflix about their life wow. behind the palace. And I also think you guys are correct. If it was just Megan sitting on the sofa complaining maybe she would have a crowd the power was they had a royal harry for the first time complaining and backing up what she was saying that was why they had power but without harry she doesn't really have anything yeah the sussex squad is going to follow this woman blindly it doesn't mm -hmm. matter about facts they're just going to follow her right yeah. you think oprah will follow her or him because oprah is in love with the royals who do you think oprah is going to back i think point? she's going to back megan for sure i think we're just you saying that michelle as well yeah. it, it, it yeah. creates another arc for her if she can release a tell-all that is the truth you know she was she was so having to portray this false marriage for 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 the people you know we had to we had to portray that but buy my new fucking book where i'm going to tell you the reality of it all in a three-part series okay and then you know the this time i'm telling the truth That's it. nailed it yes yes yeah for example pat okay i i am on a, a, a thinking about the black community i understand what you're saying but there's a lot of angry black people that mm -hmm. you know i know you that you talk a lot there's a, she has a lot of backing but i believe that that backing is also fading because i've seen on tiktok especially a lot of younger like mid-30s people you know saying why is she calling herself black she's biracial mm -hmm. you know she never identified as black and now she's using us mm -hmm. you know and she's lying about it everybody wonders about the skin color of a baby no matter which race you are you know a lot of people yeah. are but this is the like if you're a mixed race person what, what is, what's the the, the 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 rules in the the rule this is you're black you're well, black. Yeah, but do you not get to pick as a person do you not get to pick? You can, yeah, but I'm saying the community will look at you as a black woman. They look at her as black woman. Okay, okay. But you know that even Barack Obama identifies himself as biracial, right? Mm -hmm. But the community I, sees him as a black yeah, but, woman. But he identifies. He doesn't call himself black. He calls right. himself yeah. biracial. biracial. Barack yeah. Obama looks black. Well, maybe like Mr. Markle. I, I identify yeah. as 25. That's my new thing. So I identify as a as a teenager, you know, like I just don't look like it, but you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> I identify as a billionaire. I'm just missing the money. Because we covered this a little bit last week about how I'm kind of it's it's it's, it's a world I, I, I just can't comprehend uh, that you know, the opinions on if somebody can choose whether they're white or black if they're biracial and then a woman. regardless one half of the team is going to hate on you anyway you're you're, you're never going to please everyone um but yeah. how big an impact do you think that would be an angry uh you know black mob effectively coming for for megan well i think we underestimate the number of black women that would support her and this is why they would especially in america because they don't follow it 
they don't see the comings and goings. They don't see in between the headlines right. what's happening. They see the major headlines. And the, we even have Gail King saying that she believes. Well, I can't believe you don't believe what she said with the car chase. You know, you have people that are in power that that support her. Black women, Oprah yeah. and Gail. And the reason why they will side with Megan and not the royals is because the queen is gone. The yeah. queen is gone. And their loyalty really was the, the queen. I don't mm -hmm. think because I'm sorry to say it, Ron, and you said it yourself as well. The white man in America yeah. is is on the down here. Well, the, brand, the brand is taking a complete and utter it's dive. taking a hit, it's and so that's what Charles is. Let me disagree with you a little bit there. Okay. Had it been Prince William who'd been the monarch, you would have the, the monarchy at its most popular right now. But he's not. That's the point. Yeah, I know. But the problem we have is that who became monarch, who is not very popular because he has too much baggage. But had William and Catherine become king and queen consort, consort I mean, we would be having a different conversation right now about that. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think it's as much as the white men. I think it's about the person right now. But that's why I'm saying it's easy for them to not side with him for yeah. that reason. Yeah. Because of yeah. that's just unfortunately. The race, that's the race card is really the only thing Megan has going for her. Yeah. Is the race card. And she's playing it to the hilt. If Megan was not biracial, I don't think she would have any fans. If no. she was an average white girl, people would be like, so, so they didn't squash stories shut up get right, out of my head. Right. the race card and the racism and the and people wanting reparations with the royal family she jumped on a whole bunch of hot topics that no matter people are going to blindly support her and she was but, smart yeah i think there was, about that a lot was, in the news here there was definitely the underlying, yeah, right now. the underlying factor as well that we were all waiting for the next diana like she got so much leeway to be the right thing Destroyed. You know, you know, you, Ron, you're too young. But when, when, when the Duchess of Edinburgh came to the scene, she was the next Diana. Yeah. When, when Catherine came to the scene, she was the next Diana. I mean, every bride that comes in the scene, oh, she's the next Diana. You know, so Meghan Markle, because we're in this era that you know it's internet, so news spread faster. But I remember when, when, and when Princess Prince Edward got married to to. Yeah, and everybody's like, and, and on top of that, um, the Duchess of Edinburgh, Sophie, she looks a lot like Princess Diana. She had, she had the mistake of trying to, she looked exact, she had the Diana haircut, and they got married two years after Princess Diana died, which was, you know, I have to say they have one of the happiest marriages. I, I love them. But I got to be honest with you guys, I'm really excited for the future of the monarchy, the Fab Five, the Wales family, and they're really embarking on social media. Uh, William is, you know, Earthshot Prize in YouTube. So I believe Harry and Meghan, their popularity is tanking and the Waleses are definitely rising up. So in my opinion, they kind of helped that royal family in kind of a, re a reverse psychology because mm -hmm. when someone's constantly being attacked and the people that are being attacked are just rising above it, it makes that person look better. You know what I mean? Like they always say, you point one finger at one person, you got four pointing back at yourselves. And Harry and Meghan, let's face it, throw a step in it. So yeah. now 
we're starting to step back and go, you know what? We don't, we're tired of you. Look at the Wales family. When they showed up at that coronation, I was like, oh my gosh, why couldn't it have been your coronation? Mm -hmm. They looked so regal and amazing and exciting for the future. So I think the Waleses are going to save the monarchy. King Charles, his popularity was actually a little bit higher than I thought it was going to be. I was really worried, Paula, when the queen died, I thought, oh no. You know, this is not good. But I think Charles and Camilla have won over quite a few people. But I agree with you. Unfortunately, it is tainted because of the Diana legacy. But William and the Waleses and them going to social media, um, I believe that's what's going to save the monarchy. And Harry and Meghan in two years, I don't think they're even going to be together. You know, yeah. it's I funny you talk about Prince King Charles and Camilla. Because remember, prior to Camilla being called or getting the crown on her head you could not i mean camilla was everywhere how the how much in love they were charles was everywhere with her pushing her front and everywhere how they went everywhere together now it's king charles takes off on his own with without camilla king charles is doing these things on his own without camilla mm -hmm. now he's keeping camilla out of the limelight before he was i mean camilla was in our face everywhere with him like he pushed her like harry pushes megan in front of him i mean like camilla this camilla that camilla's um what's it called the charity camilla traveling Cam yes exactly but now the king goes to transylvania for a week to think on his own without camilla the king takes another trip somewhere without camilla camilla's chilling in her own home somewhere else you know mm -hmm. um I think it's just one week. We all know how you feel about Charles, but um, you know, honestly, I'm actually kind of worried about Camilla's health. Ah. You, during that coronation, she was over it. I was like, if I was her, she was just like, can we just hurry this up? This is heavy, I'm tired, yeah. she was stressed. I mean, old, it's a long day, you know? She's 76 years old. I mean, yeah. I was tired as heck. You know, if I was her, I'd be like, Charles, you go alone. I'm going to sit at home with my dogs, you know? Mm -hmm. So I do worry about her though. She looks like she's lost some weight and she looks a little fragile, right? Mm -hmm. They're 76 years old. They're not young. So I don't know. I kind of worry sometimes about her health. People were mentioning she was a little fragile, yes, but um, mm -hmm. I think they were out together quite a bit. They just were in Northern Ireland together, opening up the Coronation Garden. He's going away for a week by himself, but she went to a spa by herself. I don't think that means that they're not. Now, I heard two different things. I heard that he was going with some friends and then I heard he was going alone, which is it? I think he's going by himself, but I mean, it's so remote. You know, he has to have staff and secret service. It's not like he's ever yeah. gonna. Yeah, they said some friends that he was, you know, like a retreat with his his friends is what I heard. But. She went to that retreat right after the um, funeral of the queen. Remember, she went away to that spa with her friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, right. I was yeah. And getting some plastic surgery because I would be getting some plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's definitely no suspicion. Let me uh, yeah. This is people, people get angry with me because in my channel because they think I hate King Charles. I don't hate him. I call him out just like I call out Harry, Meghan, Fergie or anybody who does shady stuff, you know, it's just like, you know, when you love democracy and the people occupying an office are, are like Hunter biting it the whole way. You know, you, you, when you see a crooked politician do nasty things in the name of democracy, you go, wait a minute, 
But people, for example, you know, I am not a fanatical person that in order to call out Harry and Meghan, I have to be blind to what everybody else is doing. I call out Andrew. I call out Fergie. I call out King Charles because he has a huge tail. You know, like he has a lot of baggage. Mm. Yeah. You know? yeah. Right now, Philip Schofield just was, uh, Philip Schofield, I don't know how much you know about this, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. He I was did. an ambassador for the Prince's Trust. Who else was friends with uh, King Charles? Uh, oh, that's right. Yes. And of course, Peter Ball. Who did, who did, who did um, Philip Schofield and Savile work for at the same time that have connections to the, to the royals? Was it the BBC? Was it the BBC? I believe it was, Paula. Not suspicious at all. Not suspicious yeah. at all, Paula. So mm. when I call them out, I, when I call them out, I call them out because there's a lot of shady stuff and people, you know, and I was telling Ron, people, people like Savile, Peter Ball, Harvey Weinstein, Jeffrey, <laughs> get away, they get away with things for so long because they have very powerful friends yeah. and people like me who speak out and say, wait a minute, this is shady. We get trashed. We yeah. get called crazy. We call, we get called haters. And this is why Megan is so powerful. Because Megan, if you listen to a lot of people say, Megan has something on the royals. Have you heard that before? Oh, yeah. I've heard a lot about that. I haven't, but I'm going to say this. I don't believe King Charles had anything to do with all of that mess. And just because someone's an ambassador for your charity doesn't mean you know what they do in their private life. Okay. So they did distance themselves from Philip Schofield, which was the correct thing. And in my opinion, King Charles has done an amazing job as the former Prince of Wales. He's helped over a million people with the Prince's Trust Foundation. So I don't want to include King Charles in the same sentence with some of those people you mentioned, because I don't think that's fair, because we have no proof he was associated with them. Michelle throwing it down now, huh? Well, let me tell you wrong in that one. Oh, Prince he was good friends with Jim. He was such good friends with Jimmy Jimmy Savile that Jimmy Savile had the keys to his own home, right. and he berated Princess Diana when Princess Diana refused to have Jimmy Savile as marriage counselor. In all fairness to Michelle, yeah. the the pretext knowledge and story that you would need to be told to even contemplate believing this is right. about an hour and a half of information. You so know, we'll, right? we'll, so, we'll leave it there. We'll, we'll leave it there. I just want to say this on that topic. Yes. Prince Andrew has got a pretty incredible reputation in history, right? With no charges, nothing ever been proved. Right. If as a prince, you can protect your brother, as a king, you can protect your son. So Meghan needs to keep that in mind. There's a big red button that just says SAS on Harry's iPhone, on all the royals' iPhones. If you don't think Harry can't push a big button, make everything disappear and reset his life, He'll get past the point where he can't, but he's still in that zone where I genuinely think he could fix things and go crawling back. And I mean, he'd be, he'd be getting caned and whipped in the tower without us knowing about it, you know, by his dad, yeah. sure. But I don't, think he's, I don't think he's past the line of what a father would do. When we look just at Prince Andrew and his brother, we're not going to say anything's factual or anything like that because we don't want to upset Michelle, who's already kicked my ass two seconds ago for mentioning this. Um, but I understand your point, Michelle, because it's yeah. very, it's like, it's like with Schofield. Schofield's brother has went to prison for ch ch crimes against children. Schofield has admitted to having an affair with a 16-year-old. Um, 
Wait a minute. He did. I thought he said he was 19 or 18. No, well, no, he grew yeah, he, he from the age of 15. Right, but he said just now he had SES. He was 18, but there is come out he's known him since he was 13. Right, right, but they didn't have an affair when he was underage. Right. Right. You're not going to come out and be like, okay, I admit it. I was banging a bunch of kids. If you're Philip right. Schofield, you're going to yeah. you're going to come out as gay first. Oh shit! Okay, well nobody's that that's not enough. Still okay, right. well he was he was he was 16. Okay, well I met him when he was 13, but we didn't do yeah. anything until he. Yeah. You see how the bullshit just gets spread further. But it's yeah. the it's, it's the G word which we can't say, which rhymes with brooming. Okay, brooming. <laughs> with a G, because this is YouTube, and we're not allowed to say that word now. Oh. Let me just wrap up something here that I want to say, Michelle. Wrap it up, Paula. Let's go. You are the company you keep. Exactly. And let me tell you something. Prince Charles was warned by Scotland Yard in four occasions about Jimmy Savile in writing. Yep. Prince Charles uh, gave a free home to Peter Ball, the bishop, after he was kicked out of church and Scotland Yard warned him in writing twice. And not only that, Prince Charles came out publicly trashing the victims of Peter Ball, defending him after he was exposed of everything. He gave him a safe haven to come to the Duchy of Cornwall in a very beautiful home where he could be with his twin yeah. brother. I understand if he didn't know, but yeah. he did know. Now yeah. these things, these things go on for years. It's just like mm -hmm. Hollywood now with Harvey. Oh, we knew, but you know, everybody knew, but everybody, yeah. it was I think to very dangerous down, territory you know? to kind of make accusations. A hundred percent. It's not accusations, I, I, but these I, I, are facts because Scotland Yard has come out publicly and stated yeah. I just, that I just they want Michelle sounds like she's from America and could possibly own guns, so we don't want to push her too far. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> and will, she's I'll in Texas. This. Have you heard about Texas? Texas. I love Texas. Well, I'm with the Texans, man. They're fucking... <laughs> Do you know, if you go into a shop in Texas, they check you for guns, and if you don't have one, they give you one. Yes. <laughs> no, but okay. I, I am very, I'm very, I'm very sensible to that because I am yeah, an I'm abuse saying. victim. And when you have somebody yeah, in a position of power coming out and right. speaking out on behalf of your abuser, it right. makes you as a victim feel helpless because right. it's it's horrible when you're a victim and you see your abuser publicly in somebody in a position of Prince Charles, a position yeah. of power. Much more horrible. Done. So I'm very sensitive to that. When it comes to that, I have I zero know. tolerance for people claiming ignorance. We're we're looking at a theory right now. Just just the last thing I want to say on this, right? I'm we're looking at a theory just now with uh, John Wedger that Savile was actually a procurer for people, and he was an informant who was getting away with everything he was getting away with because of the deals he'd been he'd made. Now, if we just arguably just Contain the rage, Michelle, for a second, okay? Just contain the rage. If we arguably say the things about Prince Andrew are true, right, and maybe that there is a weird scenario going on with kids in the royals, it would indicate a reason as to why they would have contact with Savile if Savile was a procurer. Now, I'm not, we don't need to, we're not going to discuss that. I'm just saying that's a line of investigation that me and a friend are going down right now. And it's scary to think that because Savile was bracing. He was in everyone's faces. You know, he was on a game show and he was asked if he was a wrestler. And he said, yes, I'm still a wrestler because I'm feared by every private school girl in the country. 
who the fuck says shit like that? And I don't even mean creepily in a bar. I mean publicly. How protected are you? Right, right. And that's the thing. So I'm not seeing any of it's true. I'm not seeing any of it's true, Michelle. I'm just saying it's very, it's, it's an interesting theory to look right. at, but it's difficult because it's so dark. And it's not Let's even look at like Prince Andrew, how he was trashed for one friendship exposed. Can you imagine if Prince right. Andrew had been linked to these other three people as well? Let's let's right. flip it this way. Let's flip it this way. Can you imagine if Prince Andrew had been linked to these three additional people as well? What do you think would be happening to Prince Andrew? I, I can guarantee you that all of you here will be sitting saying, "What a bastard!" You know, he should—he shouldn't even show his face. Why isn't the why aren't the police investigating him? You know, uh, if it had been Prince Andrew who'd been friends with these three individuals, additionally to the fourth one that we can't talk about here, yeah. I can guarantee you, Michelle, that the United States, especially the United States, because I saw that the press in the United States was horrible towards towards Andrew. You know, I can oh, guarantee sure. you that they would be crying out for blood right now for Prince Andrew. Right. You see, right. he was friends with Schofield. Oh, he has a track record. I, I mean, it would be mayhem. That and this is that what I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, but but I mean, everybody wants to believe what they want to believe. I understand that, but you know, I'm very sensitive to that because of maybe. Okay. I understand. Yeah. Like I say, Michelle, it's it's a dark a dark topic. My opinion, right. of course, everyone knows on Prince Andrew is that he's. A YouTube. Okay, that's all well, I'm saying, and that we'll just leave it at that. Um, so anyway, move, moving, moving swiftly on from the darker realms of all of this. Um, what else has been going on with the Royals this week? Has there been anything else that you guys have seen pop up or touch on? I well, know there was, there was the, an, the, an interesting article I want to ask the ladies about. It's actually yeah. about Princess Catherine. Okay. Uh, there's two articles. I actually got very angry at one because somebody posted on Daily Mail that uh, Princess Catherine had you know, slept with Prince Andrew. And then what? and then the second one was, this one I like. This one I like. This is actually a tweet. And this one I like that said that when Catherine came into the royal family, he took a look at the mess of the upbringing of the royal children. And therefore, she decided to start early years because she thought my kids are not going to go through that. Hmm. What do you guys think? Michelle? Yeah. I think uh, I, know, I know how that's, that's that's an that's a really interesting. <laughs> I don't. I don't so what what you're what are you are you saying there that that Catherine the theory is that Catherine potentially had relations with Prince Andrew, and now she's reflecting now she's got her own kids what that would mean for them. No, that's no, 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 no. That she. This is an article that came out. I was actually yeah. quite shocked to read it. Because it was it was on the Daily Mail, you know, like how how it was Catherine. Just, just read read it. Just just go over it again for us, because I, I'm quite interested in fully I understanding. Have, I mean, I have to find it. But... Hang, hang on a second. What was that, Michelle? I have to go in a couple of minutes. Okay, go... Michelle, listen. <laughs> I'm going to put the camera back on as well. Uh, we'll just we'll we'll just do your exit segment now, so you've got a few minutes to okay. to do that, right? Um, well, listen, we've reached the point in this show where uh, Michelle has to depart the panel, and I just want to say thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on. I love the fact that we support healthy debate on this channel, right? It's yes. it's it's 2023, and against all odds, and against the the might of Twitter, 
believe it or not, people, we can all disagree and still be friends. It's yeah. okay in 2020. <laughs> and that's in 2023, not 1823. This is this year. We can. St- it's called debating, kids. It's a new concept where you, you know, it's okay to have different opinions and still get along with people. It's funny. It's a, it's a crazy concept. Um, so thank you so much for coming. And I think the points you've raised and your insights fantastic. Please make sure you go and subscribe. The link is down in the in the description. And just before you go, tell us quickly a little bit about your second channel. You said you had a historical yeah. channel in fashion. Just quickly give us a, a brief intel on that. I'll put both channels in the description for you. Yes. Yeah, so my main channel, Royal Daily Tea, talks about Harry and Meghan and the current royals of the UK. My second channel, Royal Daily Tea History and Fashion, talks about European royals, history and fashion. I just finished a six-part series on Karina and the King, which is about the downfall. The King Juan Carlos I of Spain, who abdicated in 2014, told from the side of his mistress, Karina, who received 65 million euros. And by the way, she got to keep the money. And she's currently suing him right now in the UK courts for stalking and for illegal activities done by the Secret Service of Spain. So right now he's fighting for amnesty as the former king who was denied. He's now living in Abu Dhabi on the run, technically. So it is an ongoing court case. Hey, um, binge watch the series. Yeah, go and check that out. That sounds awesome. And uh, you know, it's, it seems to me that the only people connected with the royals that come out all right are the people that have affairs with royals and just take the bribe and leave. Like, 25 yeah. million. I'll sign whatever the fuck you want for 25 million. 65. 65. And she got a couple of houses from the ex king of Morocco. I'm just saying, girlfriend needs to teach a class how to date these men. <laughs> Sign up. I need to sign up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely, man. Damn. But yeah, it's it's been great having you, Michelle. Thank you so much. And like I said, you're going to be a, a rotating uh, uh, panel host. You're more than welcome to come back anytime you want. And I think it'll be really interesting uh, throwing a wee 10-minute segment each time you're on where you talk about something that's interesting in the fashion of the, of the royals or something because... Little little ten minute snippets are just—it's interesting, you know. We all we all we all like a bit of Dior and Gucci and fucking, you know, bit of this mm-hmm. and that. So it'd be good to see how what history plays out. So I just want to say, from me, from the Sean Atwood channel, from uh, Royal Mess, thank you so so much for joining us. Thank Everybody. you for having thank me. It's lovely to see Paula Padina. Thank you for so much for me back all next right. time. Yeah, okay. next time we'll see you soon. Thank you, Michelle. Bye bye. Here is a word from today's sponsor, Aura. If you Google someone, you can find out all kinds of personal information about them. This information is accessible because of data brokers who profit by selling your information to robocallers, telemarketers, spammers. You can use my link, https dot dot forward slash forward slash aura dot com. Aura is A-U-R-A forward slash Sean Atwood, S-H-A-U-N-A-T-T Wood to try two weeks for free and see how many data brokers are sharing your info also linked in my description box on this youtube version or scan the qr code on the screen aura also monitors your emails and passwords to see if they were involved in a data breach and exposed on the dark web and gives you the recommendations on what to do aura has almost every internet safety tool you'll ever need all inside one app all right, ladies, here we're the trio have returned. We're now awkward, rectangle, massive heads on everyone's okay, screen. Pidana, I want to listen to you talk about this thing about Netflix. There's two two things that came out. 
remember that Harry, now there's an article saying that Harry and Meghan have decided to keep mum about the Netflix thing, right? So wait, wait, I was telling you like, um, mm -hmm. there's that Harry and Meghan, the article came out that mm -hmm. they are gonna keep mum. No more books, no more Netflix, no nothing. Yeah. Then Samantha sent me a clip <laughs> of, a, of an article and, and, and she's so lovely. I really love her. She goes, um, this is what she said. Um, let me you see. love Samantha Markle on this channel. I just want to say a big shout out to Samantha Markle, and I hope uh, hope you're doing doing well. Hopefully, uh... yes, Samantha is doing great. But let me show you this. Uh, let me show you this. Uh, she, Samantha said, um, "Netflix reported." She sent this to me, right? Mm -hmm. um, Netflix reportedly has no plans of extending its multi-million-dollar content deal with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's Archwell Productions. The Sun and Sunday reported. This is December thirteenth, twenty twenty-two. Netflix to scrap multi-million dollar deal with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. So this is what Sam said. In December, Netflix had no plans to extend the contracts, according to the newspapers. So maybe the contract just ran out, and that means it's over. They're not extending it. So it's not that Harry and Meghan had an epiphany, but it's mm -hmm. more likely that Netflix put an end to its madness. Wow. So this is the This is according to the sun. Okay. This is, we're going by, the, right. but this was reported by the sun last year, but nobody picked on it. For some reason, the newspapers are complicit sometimes. What do you think, Pat, about this? What do you wow, think? Wow. That's interesting that I, they. That is spin doctor tactics 101. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So do you think she's right or what do you think? What do you I think? think it, I, I, it's hard to believe only because we, well, they have to talk about the Royals. That's the only way that they're going to really be welcome into doing anything because of that inside information. And then didn't they just say that they were going to do documentaries about their life as Royals, like what their life is like as Royals? So I don't... I don't well, know. I honestly think that's really for a second that what? somewhere... Like, well, yeah, they're not royals. I get what you're saying, but let's see. Let's see for a second, though, that there's a massive backlash about to come about this taxi high-speed chase nonsense, <laughs> and Netflix name is tied in with that. I think that could be a big enough reason to distance themselves if there was maybe their whole defense was, "Oh, we were doing it for Netflix." Uh, see what I mean? So again, I personally think out of everyone here, the sister of Meghan Markle is probably going to have a better idea than we do. And that would be interesting because, again, that is taking a shitstorm and turning it for your own, you know, your own use and the narcissist's way, you know. No, no press is bad press, you know. Even if you're getting kicked to the ground, if I've been fired, hey, I'll just go to the press and say I quit. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. shift because... It seems like, I honestly feel like the more we talk about this, the more Megan is setting up her redemption arc for the truth story. Because all yeah. of this seems to just be bullshit. And mm -hmm. I think she likes bullshit because the more lies there, there are, the more redemption arc she could have from the truth. Because I'm not being funny. I didn't buy spare. I would definitely buy the truth just to see what madness this woman has vomited into a book because yeah. you know it's going to be insane. And that's going to be her Hail Mary. That's going to be her Hail Mary is the... Yeah. And this is all allegedly, by the way, just in case well, you... Well, we got to taste her and find freedom because there's no way Omid wrote that. 
that that book is just mega Markle and oh absolutely I think it is absolutely all her in that book I don't know I just think she's playing a very dangerous game I think something not good is coming oh. it's either Harry's demise or Megan's being yeah. shut out because she knows too much or she's too dangerous with her big mouth yeah. <laughs> You know, I think it's not good for her at all. I, I think Megan's power or danger lies in the fact that she can she's not afraid to say the most outrageous lies and let them sit there. Yeah. And people are afraid of that because she can do damage, you know. Yeah. Especially in the modern the modern cancel culture world. You know, mm -hmm. you know, shit spreads very fast across the internet. The internet's a sphere, you know, um mm -hmm. and uh, she is. She she could potentially be a very destructive force if she is the evil narcissist we say she is, and she's been building her files on her associates, shall we say? Yeah. Uh, well, you know what's happening next week, don't you? The trial. Okay. Is that the, the trial testifying that, next week? Is that the federal trial for the immigration? That's for the lawsuit. Yeah, that the mail, that's the mail lawsuit. in the UK. Yeah, the Daily Mail lawsuit. Okay, yeah, the yeah. Daily Mail. Yeah, I think it's the Daily Mail, right? Yeah, and, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. yeah, so he's going to, this is the first time a royal has testified in court proceedings like this since, yeah. I think, in the 1800s or so. I mean, I mean yeah, it, 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 it was the same. It's, it's just as crazy as the whole Trump scenario. He was the first president or ex-president to be. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. It's so, one of those ones. It's one of those ones that if you care, you care. If you don't care, you don't care. Do you, you see what I mean? But I think he's going to be roasted on, on on the stand. I think he is going to be in just. I don't know. It's going to be a big fall for him. I, I mean, it could be a big fall for him. But again, it's the royals. I know, it's right? The royals. Every, every. Business in the UK will have some weird tie back to a royal cousin or an investor or some bullshit, and it's it, they're just they're the biggest gang in the world. And I just it's going to be interesting, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be interesting. I know, I'm, I'm glad I'm not going against them, that's for sure. <laughs> I yeah, mean, but, but one of the things that I was thinking, you know, were they silent? Are they silent, or did Netflix silence? Then remember with Oprah? Mm, with Oprah, yeah. Did they quit or were they fired? Juicy. And again, we need we need to get more information from Samantha. We need to we need to see if she'll give us a bit of follow-up information on this because it is a very different picture than for walking away. It's kind of like court mandated community service and just going around and picking up some litter. Do you see what I mean? I just want to make one comment for legal reasons. I mean, this is just an opinion she's given based on, on a, an article that the Sun reported okay. in December yeah. 2022. So mm -hmm. she sent me that because she said it's very interesting how they're now saying, because there's this other article um, that, that, that says here, um, for example, the article is that um, Megan, um, Megan and Harry... Um, Harry and Meghan will stop. Mm -hmm. Harry and Meghan are finally going to stop writing books, making documentaries, and sitting down for interviews to bash the royal family, claim yes. insiders, because there's nothing left to say. That's why. Um, and yeah. but it, apparently this goes with Netflix. So and but then then I don't know if that's the spin they're giving now because whether then we go back to that article that was reported yeah. in the Sun that Netflix is no longer renewing in December in 2022 renewing their their um, contract well yeah but that's mm. terminology renewing doesn't mean they won't get a new contract 
renew it. You see, it's very easy to turn around and say we're not going to renew the deal that was on the table for the last one, but that just completely opens up the books for a new deal. That, that's the mm. thing. The terminology can be twisted so that your narrative can sell newspapers one week and then the actual narrative will sell the newspaper the following week. It's kind of like bleeding out the iPhone technology. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So That's interesting. I don't have to look more into that because I don't know. It just seems... I'm telling you, I'm just, all I'm saying, Netflix... Suspect if, if, me go, and, go and buy, if this, if this, for example, if this was an insider tip from Samantha, I'd think one thing. But since we're going from the news article, a hundred percent, hundred million percent. If if Meghan and Markle phoned you up tomorrow and said, "Would you like the rights to the next documentary where we show you the mad shit that went on in that taxi?" You're 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 buying it. Yeah, you're buying it. Watching hair with a phone all stressed up. Sitting there Googling how to fucking edit video. You're like, right, Premiere Pro, how do I fucking do this? Like, that's what you'd be doing. It doesn't matter how much we sit here and shit talk, okay, about our opinions. It's not really shit talk. We we put forward our opinions. These two are heavy hitters in selling their story, selling the next chapter, selling the book, the, the talk show, whatever. It's when they try and do stuff on their own, like their podcasts, when things yeah. go horribly wrong, because no one's interested in them. Yeah, They're interested no in the shitstorm. Do you see what I'm saying? It's They've like, become the story. They can no longer tell stories. They have become the story. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. And, and, and like I said, we said this last week. Regardless of whether it was the real reality TV show or a faked, you know, scripted reality TV show, I'd be watching the Meghan Markle reality show as long as it was on TLC. I don't know if anybody watches TLC. <laughs> I'm a 40 year old man and I can't stop watching 90 Day Fiance. Okay, I'm like nine seasons into that shit. I'm hooked. I am hooked on it, right? So I would, I would 100% fall down the rabbit hole of the Meghan Markle reality show because yeah. I'd just be waiting for the train wrecks. Because mm-hmm. An episode would come out, and then the next day the papers would be telling the truth behind what had happened. And it would be yeah. a conflict with what was going on. And it would just be glorious to watch unravel. I mean, it, it really would. It would. It Pat, would. What do you think of King Charles taking off when Harry's coming to the UK to testify? Oh. And the Heritage Foundation at the same time, it's the same week, it's, it's having the court case. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, I, I think he's going to... For him going on trial or giving this testimony, it's going to be bad news for him, negative press, things he's going to say. But I think it's great that the king is leaving during this time. It says so much about Harry and his impending downfall because everywhere he turns, he is not able to bring anything that's going to help better his circumstances. You see, like... Even being able to have a talk with your father yes, or that he even recognizes Harry, you. During Harry's court case, his dad's just going on holiday. Is that basically what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what's speaking <Yeah>. peace. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting because yeah. to, me, to me, if my son was going to court and I was the king, I'd want the public to think I was on fucking holiday too. Right. And I would make I'm fucking sure that I was in that courtroom going. So I'm here. I'm the king judge. This is how this shit's going to go down. All right. Because and I know that, again, I'm throwing mad conspiracy into what is always rationally well thought out points from these wonderful ladies. But I'm just saying it, it, it works greater in the king's favor to be out of the public eye during a situation. Mm-hmm. where one of his sons is in court and we all think he's drinking pina coladas and banging Camilla on a beach somewhere, okay? But when really he is he is at his 
sons need, whether his son realises or not. What do you think of that theory, or am I just a crazy Scottish hairy guy that nobody really listens to on this panel? So come on, what do you think? First of all, his wife's not going to be with him, so he won't be. His wife's going to be with him. She'll just have one of their clone doubles go and cut some ribbons <laughs> while they're awake. Come on. Yeah, we're talking about cloning now, okay? That's another show. That's that's mad conspiracy. That's theory. a good point, Pidaina. That's a good point, though. Why isn't Megan coming to give support to Harry to support him during this thing? I mean, exactly. isn't this after something that affects her too? Then she sued the newspapers. Everybody's forgotten mm -hmm. Megan's lawsuit to the newspapers. Yeah. Was she that the one that she won, right? Where she she got well, she won the right for the case not to go to court. For, yeah, for her that was a win, I think. Yeah. So I think it says a lot about his marriage. It says a lot about his relationship with his father. It just says that he is finding closed doors everywhere, and we know how that feels. I know how that feels. I would, you know, just reminiscing on things that are happening with me is like when people close their the door on you, and you're trying to. Yeah. you know better yourself or trying to advance to something that's going to help you you know harry needs help he needs help and he's trying to find okay can we re reconcile yeah, i know i get what you're saying but harry's a grown-up who turned his back on his family and so then he went. wants to reconcile he wants to no, have a relationship i'm sure yeah, he, does. he, does he, he doesn't want to reconcile he wants people to apologize to him but didn't you didn't he say that he wants to one day have a relationship with his oh, father yeah. when they apologize to him yeah. first and Meghan Markle. Well, he knows that's never going to happen, yeah. but I think yeah. having a conversation allows him the opportunity to try to make it better. Like he can't even, like the doors are closed for you to even try to have a reconciliation. Do you blame the royals though, Pat? Because the, the private conversations they had right after the queen died when everybody was vulnerable ended on the book spare. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I don't blame him. I don't blame him for not yeah, wanting and to again, Going him. back to the getting away with it mindset of the teen Harry, right? Can you imagine in the back of his mind, okay, right, I'm yeah. going to be in the UK, I'll see my dad, we'll be able to sort something out, and then you get the news that your dad's away on holiday. Exactly. Can you yeah. imagine? Like, it's just, it's it's epic. And to be honest, it's, it's a, just a tough love approach. I'm a parent. You know, it's a tough love approach to what yeah. he's doing. Uh, but personally, I can't see anything if it was you or me in harry's place we'd be screwed but i genuinely don't really see any impact coming out on harry i think the king will sort something i really think there's going to you be you think he'll really sort something out i i i think it will be sorted out into the to the into the into the extent where there is some sort of penalty and fine or or, or charge brought against harry but it has zero impact on anything zero impact which case are you meaning the ones in the uk or, or in the us oh, the the us federal case i think uh i think that we will uh, as that closes in we're going to see some drastic changes in what happens there i'd be surprised if he was treated uh, in the same way as anybody else coming in through the immigration well, that nerd in the heritage foundation <laughs> is pretty determined listen all i'm saying all i'm saying is we still have weeks away that guy's got to travel to and from work there's a lot of things that fall out of planes and just land on people again yeah, but, the, but the heritage foundation trial is is on june 6th next week yeah. I, I yeah listen for me the 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 daily mail 
case in the UK and the one in America. We we might not. We, he may get charged. He may get deported. But I cannot see the impact on Harry being the same as if it was a regular person. I just can't see it. I just I, I really can't. I think there's too many strings that can be pulled. There's too many second cousins twice removed that are all uh, involved in law and uh, around the world. You just have to look at the American president history and the royal connections to second cousins and all this kind of madness. Again, conspiracy. But mm-hmm. I. I it's an uneducated opinion. I'll, I'll be honest with the public here. Like, I'm just saying, I don't see this going down as it would if it was me or either of any any of us that were going through the same thing. I, I think strings will be pulled. Well, if you were in the United States on a visa and you went on a public rampage endorsing drug use and yep. confessing that you are still using them, yep. you would have been kicked out. First, you could you would have been prosecuted because 100%. it's a felony. That's a yes. felony. So you would have done some time in jail, and then they deport your butt. Yeah. So we've already seen that. We're already seeing a difference then in, in the way that Harry's been conducted himself uh, in comparison to what would happen to a regular person. You know, Harry's mm-hmm. not spent any time in cells. If, if you see what I mean. So I genuinely think we're going to see this play out. And it could be as simple as something as, oh, yeah, no, there was a fire in the office that had all of the documents in it. There was a flood. You, you look through history. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the more pathetic the excuse, okay, the, more, uh, the, the less the internet existed at that time. When cases, when there genuinely was cases where there was flood in our fires, news doesn't mm-hmm. spread as fast. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it just it, it doesn't work. So it's going to be interesting to see in the modern era how this is handled because already we're seeing a difference in how it's being handled by him not spending any time in jail. And you just got to ask, what's next? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You just have to stay, stay, uh, keep watching and see what's going to happen yeah, because absolutely. I, next week is going to be very pivotal for Harry. Harry. And, 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 by extension, his marriage to Meghan Markle, because if the freedom of information thing goes through and it's approved and he's lied about it, it's going to be very public and it's going to be very tough for the U.S. government yeah. to come up with an excuse not to deport him. And that's going to have effect, you know, uh, like you like you said, a domino effect on, on their marriage. Yeah. Well, um, if, if if Harry gets away with it all, that is going to that's going to create super Harry where he has now gotten away with it as a kid, gotten away with it as an adult, escaped the royals, escaped charges. He is untouchable. Mm-hmm. And here we go. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, he's gotten away with so much. Yeah. So yeah. like I say, next week's going to be pivotal. We'll be here next week. We will We will make sure to bring you uh, the next stage of this. And we, we're we going to start wind this down. But Paula, we're going to be jumping over your channel shortly, right? So when this goes out, there'll be a link. It's just going to be a short live, like half hour tops, but you know, just to catch up and do a little things. Um, but next week, we might have two special guests. I don't want to say who because they need to confirm, but I think Pidan is going to love them both. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a surprise for Pidan. We're going to get a confirm on Sunday. <laughs> just okay. to the public here, right? Paula's the heavy hitter on this show. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not at all. Listen, you, you have, you've hooked up P Dina. Okay, you've hooked up these new two guests that we're not going to mention potentially. You hooked up the royal, the, the daily royal. I'm going to say it wrong again. I'm not, royal daily tea. Mm-hmm. Like you do so much, and I just want to say publicly in front of everyone that how much I appreciate your help on this show, and okay. uh, I really couldn't do any of it without your involvement. So. 
thank you so much, Paula, for all the help. And oh, me? oh, I thought it was Pete. No, Pete Dina is also doing a lot. You know, I'm getting to Pete Dina. I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Thanks so much. I'll take the compliment. Yeah, compliment. Let me tell you just a little story. No, I was no, really no, 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 Patricia as well. No, no. <laughs> you, you came on as a guest and we all just clicked. And that's the beauty of the show is none of us knew each other beforehand. We're all work colleagues, effectively. We're all in different parts of the world, different lifestyles. And we've come together for this little podcast and we've all clicked and it's a beautiful thing. So I just want to say thank you for helping me put all this together to, to both of you and uh, for being here each week and giving I'm up your so time. I'm so thankful to be Dinah. I mean, you're, you're awesome. Yeah, I really think you rock. I mean, you, you are such oh, a kind yeah. person. You have such wisdom. You know, yeah. you've built yourself from, you know, from really hardships it's uh i really admire you as a person and as a youtuber you kick butt oh well, thank you it's embarrassing but it's true i like you i have such yeah. huge respect oh, for you i think yeah. i'm very fond of you as well i'm glad we have become friends yes 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 yeah, but totally. yeah like i mean i think that we, the great thing about us is we don't always agree on everything yeah. But we respect okay. each other's opinions and yeah. we can laugh about it, which right. I think is missing nowadays. Yeah, yeah you have to be able to do that. 100%. Yeah. And that's, that's, the, that's the moral of this show, guys. It's okay to disagree and still be friends. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think we've, we've covered some good ground. We had our, our you know, uh, Michelle on our first rotating panel member. We might have some massive news for next week. If Paula pulls this off, this is going to be ridiculous. Okay, what no, no, we can't, we can't, we'll tell you off air. Okay, oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, so listen, guys, make sure you're subscribed to all of our channels, they're free to subscribe to. It takes two minutes. I understand that you know, in that two minutes, you could watch a few TikToks, but just give up for a second and go and subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to the Sean Atwood channel with a bell on. Make sure you like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll be back next Saturday. And I hope you've had a wonderful week. And for me personally, I just want to say thank you for watching. Thank you for all the support. Thank you to my panel members. Thanks to my guests. And thanks to the Sean Atwood channel. We'll see you all next week. Ladies, do you want to, do you want to any, say anything on the outro to our, to our wonderful viewers before we head off into the nether realm? Uh, I just want to remind everyone, AFC, Bollingans, Follow on Instagram our American football in okay. Europe. Make sure you follow. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. If you're, yeah. I'm, I'm, believe it or not, there used to be a Scottish or UK or European American football league in the American off season. Mm -hmm. So a lot of your players would see our season as their training season. Oh, <laughs> and okay. And there would be like a guest player for the Scottish team for a month or whatever. And okay. they would just do it for training because we're all so shit compared to you guys. Like Scotland and England would fight for bottom of the league every year. right? <laughs> but I was so gripped by it. I had season tickets for like four years mm -hmm. and then moved it to Glasgow and I got very angry. But it's, yeah. it's amazing sport. So I, I understand yeah. what you're saying. So, Paula, hopefully, we're all going to pray to the rain gods this week that it stays fucking dry for Paula, okay? <laughs> okay? California could do with some fucking rain. I'm pretty sure there's no yeah. water left there. Yeah. So send it that way. Send it that way. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you very much for watching. Thank you for being here. Leave a like, subscribe, all that stuff. And for me, Ron Swanson, as always, guys, be safe out there.